It's time for the podcast from two guys who still think fart jokes are funny. It's the Morning Five, sponsored by Marine South. You know what that day is? Taco Tuesday! Shane Spikeman. Taco Tuesday! <laughs> they built for speed or for comfort? It means you're nothing and like it. That's right, you will. Good morning. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the morning five. We've reached the beginning of September. It's September 4th. And we've got a big show for you today. Boy, do we have a big weekend of sports that (laughs) I've barely spoken with my partner all weekend long. It has been a long weekend. How you doing, buddy? Uh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, still pretty bummed about Jimmy, dude. That's that, dude, yeah. a, a, a great sports weekend for sure, man. Like, you know, I don't want to take away from what we talk about mainly with, you know, a lot, a lot of great brave stuff, a lot of great football, college football, Friday night lights and stuff like that. But I, I'll be honest with you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I really am still pretty bummed out about, about Jimmy Buffett passing away, dude. Like that was uh, that was rough, man. It's that that being able to swallow that's probably gonna be rough for a couple weeks, dude. I was a huge Buffett head, huge Jimmy Buffett fan. Um, yeah, he's gonna be sorely missed. Yeah, I'll be honest. Uh, I woke up Saturday morning and uh, turned on College Game Day and uh, saw a R.I.P. Jimmy Buffett sign at College Game Day, and I'm like, that's a freaking lie yeah. there's no way and then see something on social media about it and i'm like oh my god no no like that was just oh yeah that, that one that one hit hard he's one of those dudes that i thought was gonna sort of live forever like him and willie nelson were gonna live into their hundreds and and you know keep performing and keep doing what they're doing uh and to lose him you know at 72 uh, pretty, pretty devastating dude. So yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't do much this weekend at all. Um, I, you know, I, I watched a little bit of college football, uh, but I mostly sat out at some pool somewhere, uh, and drank margaritas from, uh, Saturday morning from around noon until Monday afternoon around 6 PM. Yeah. Seems about fair. Yeah. That was my, that was my weekend in honor of Jimmy, man, wherever you are, hopefully you find a, uh, Hopefully you find a cheeseburger in the paradise you're at now and you're on a beach somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the video you sent me yesterday was funny. Uh, about the uh, the hamburger doesn't taste as good as he thought it was going to taste. <laughs> I thought that was good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a pretty interesting story. They, they wrote that when they, he didn't actually write that. He wrote that with um, one of his buddies after they'd been at sea for like two weeks. They, they arrived at some island in the Caribbean uh, and they were so hungry and thirsty that they were like, you know, the only thing I want is a is a cheeseburger in paradise. In in the island where they landed, uh, they'd been there before, and a lot of their burgers and stuff, a lot of the stuff that you'd normally have ground beef in in America, uh, they used right. horse meat down there. Um, so they were talking about they wanted a, an actual beef cheeseburger in paradise, and they ordered a cheeseburger, and it was actually ground beef instead of horse. So they were shocked by that, and that's sort of where the origins of that song uh came to be but yeah uh Jim, jimmy buffett man ha- ter- turned essentially one song into a multi-million dollar conglomerate that has 
restaurants and t-shirts and cruise lines and vacation homes and over 55 retirement communities in Florida, uh, entrepreneur, singer, uh, writer, I mean, artist. He did, he did a lot of things, did a lot of things in his life. RIP to Jimmy Buffett. There's no doubt. Yep. RIP, man. Uh, today is National Cheese Pizza Day. Okay. Okay. Um, not opposed to cheese pizza. I, I, I wouldn't be my first choice of pizza. Uh, I, you know, give me pepperoni, give me some Italian sausage, give me some meat on top of my pizza. But I don't, I don't dislike cheese pizza. That's fine. I'll, I'll take it if that's the only thing there. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to not eat cheese pizza if it's there. But at the same time, like if, I need toppings. Give me yeah. some toppings on some pizza. <laughs> yeah, give me a little. Give me a little bit of extra. My kids want to order a cheese pizza, and every time I, every time they ask me to order cheese pizza, I tell them absolutely not. You will never order just cheese pizza in this house. You'll eat, you know, pizza with some sort of topping on it. So they want cheese pizza every time we order pizza. They never get it because I refuse to order cheese pizza. <laughs> uh, good news over the weekend. Braves took three of four from the Dashers. Woo. Uh, and look good doing it. Holy crap, dude. Uh, what a weekend in Los Angeles and Chavez Ravine. Um, Braves basically told the Dodgers, uh, yeah, we're, we're still the best team in baseball. Yeah. And uh, it was flash pal. <laughs> all right. So uh, Braves win uh, five to four or excuse me, six, three on Friday. Ozuna had two RBIs. Acuna, Riley, Darno, and Rosario all added an RBI apiece. Max Freed. <laughs> that's the max feed i love seven innings no runs 10 k's yeah yes please yeah that's the max freed we uh we know is capable that's, that's that's what we know he's capable of doing and to see him you know not only do it kind of consistently since coming back off of his his long stint on the injured list uh but to do it against the dodgers like i mean that was that was absolutely a master class in pitching and you know, it, I, I was kind of thinking after this game, I wonder who your game one starter for the playoffs is going to be. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good problem to have. But uh, the way Max is, the way Max pitched last night, and honestly, the way Max has pitched I, I, since coming off the IL, I, I've been, I've been very surprised and happy by it. Yeah, no doubt. And you know, I was thinking about it. Do you realize who we threw against the Dodgers this weekend? Like in the four game series, we threw Strider, yep, Free, mm-hmm. Elder, like it, and then Jordan. yeah, like that's our four best, yep. and we did, <laughs> we took three or four from them, so I'm, I'm thrilled about it. Uh, on Saturday, Braves win four to two in ten innings. Um, Bryce Elder had six innings pitched, and then uh, only gave up one one earned run, four Ks. Acuna had a solo home run in the third, the hardest hit baseball. Hardest hit, hits home run in baseball this year at 121.8. <laughs> Dude, do you realize how hard that is? 121 point uh, a, a ball going 121.8 miles an hour. I can't even fathom that, man. Like that's just that's absurd. Like you know what I think is like if he would have hit that at a different launch angle, like how is a third baseman going to come up and snag that? Dude, I, I have no idea. And the other thing is, dude, did you see the tweet from Codify this this weekend about the hardest hit balls um, in baseball? No, I don't even know who that is. Codify? Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to look them up. I've never yeah. heard of them. There is a, there's a Twitter profile or there's a 
I, I can't remember who it is. I th- it's called Codify. Okay. And the tweet was like a uh, hardest hit balls, hardest hit baseballs in in play in in fair territory this year of 110 miles an hour or more. Okay. And the Braves have had like a hundred and whatever, you know, and I think the closest behind them were like the Yankees in the, in Baltimore and they were 88, <laughs> and that was like 40 or 50 baseballs like behind. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it doesn't surprise uh-huh. me though. It doesn't surprise me at all. But the Braves were, were behind, uh, end up winning in the 10th inning because of, uh, Linda Arcia's three-run bomb in the 10th inning to give him a 4-1 to lead, and it sounded a little bit something like this. Need a clutch knock right here. Pitch on the way to Orlando, and a fly ball to deep left field. Flying back toward the stands. He just booted right on out of here. A three-run homer, and the Braves have a 4-1 lead in the 10th in front of a stunned Dodger Stadium. 27 feet Orlando Arcia saving the day. I love Ben Ingram. <laughs> that God. was amazing, dude. So, yeah, uh, that's that's where we're sitting with uh, Braves. Braves lost to Braves lost yesterday, though, four, three to one. Adelson had the lone RBI, had a solo shot in the eighth. Charlie Morton, four innings pitch, six hits, three walks, two earned. 3Ks didn't look great. No, um, no, not a great out- outing for Charlie. Not a not a bad outing, but definitely not a good outing. Yeah. Um. But you know, it is what it is. We sure. took three or four, and I'm I'm thrilled with it. Like yeah. I I was not even upset that we lost yesterday. No, you know, I, I wasn't either. I, I didn't even honestly on Sunday. I didn't even watch most of this game. Uh, I I had it on. We had it on in the background, and I, I was kind of paying attention to it. But I'm like. Dude, we just took we just took three of three from the Dodgers, um, and we had what a seven game road trip. I think at that point, I think what did we go seven and two on the road trip or something like that. Um, Eight and two. Yeah. So I at at that point on Sunday, I'm like, if we win, phenomenal, great, it's awesome. Uh, but yeah, I I was not upset in the slightest by by the loss on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Rysel Iglesias becomes. Uh, br- National League reliever of the month. Uh, yeah, he had a he had a month, and it looked <laughs> yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, to say the least. Yeah, Rysel Iglesias had an absolute amazing month, and his ERA. You know what his ERA in the month of uh, August was? Oh, do tell. It was zero. <laughs> Those are the best. <laughs> he pitched. He, had, he pitched thirteen innings, gave up seven hits, no earned runs, four walks, and seventeen Ks. Yeah, those those are the best. <laughs> and I, I did find that tweet, and I just sent it to you. You're going to love this tweet, I promise you. Oh, Lord. Uh, right. for Braves uh, taking three or four from the Dodgers. That was the first Braves win of a series in Los Angeles since 2012. Wow. That is – that wow, dude. That's crazy because, I mean, you think about how good the Braves have been the past, just the past couple of years. Um that, that's pretty nuts. Uh, I wonder when the last time we swept a series out in L.A. was. If 2012 was the last time we won a series out there. Well, I, I don't know. But <laughs> obviously it didn't work out this weekend. So it is what it is. Uh, Braves magic, magic number is down to 12. Uh, <laughs> let's, 
Uh, that's a good thing. That's great. Uh, let's move on. Uh, UGA beats uh, UT Martin 48-7. to They hit. And uh, a very, 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 very slow start for the offense. Um, you know what? It it's to be expected, right? You know, I, you know, people people have texted me all weekend talking about you know talking trash about Ohio State and their offense and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, look, guys, you know, Georgia just did the same thing, and you know they they went up against you know somebody who didn't who doesn't even matter you know yeah. <laughs> UT Martin yeah I and mean we, we, we won by 20 against a, a conference opponent so I can't complain and and uh, yeah the offense looked terrible for Georgia and it, I'm not gonna I'm not saying it looked any better for Ohio State it looked awful um yeah we don't we don't have an answer at quarterback at Ohio State I don't think that's gonna be the problem with Georgia it's slow start I don't know if that's to be expected new quarterback new offensive coordinator um, but I'll, I'll have some prizes tomorrow on my on my top five power rankings. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a little, I'll give you a little tidbit right now to peek into it. Georgia will not be in the top five power rankings for tomorrow um, for college football for week one. They just won't. They, they didn't. They didn't look like a top five team against UT Martin. Um, so we'll we'll see. Brock Bowers looked really good. I think there is some definite offensive chemistry that needs to be worked out on, on Georgia's part. Uh, defense looked phenomenal, so that that's something to hang your hat on. But yeah, the offense, the offense. I mean, they only put up 17 points against UT Martin in the first half. They did not, they did not look good. They were not firing on all cylinders. And um, I don't, you know, I don't know if it was a new quarterback coming in there, a new offensive coordinator, a combination between the two. Uh, but it certainly, it certainly was not how the back-to-back uh, national champions wanted to start um, the season off, which is sort of a sluggish look, just a bit of a sluggish look. Well, it was interesting. We've come back to the same thing that we went to a few years back, which was uh, Mike Bobo complaining. Um, everybody <laughs> yeah. on social media was complaining about Mike Bobo, if you're a Georgia fan. Yeah, the, the uh, red zone play calling left a lot to be desired. A lot of screens and everything, not very aggressive. So, yeah, it seemed like we flashed back to, I don't know, when, when was Bobo in, in, in Georgia? I forget when that was. I think that was, wasn't Nosha Marino still in, still in Athens? So... Yeah, I felt yeah. like I flashed back like 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah, so that that wasn't great. Uh, freshman Rod- Roderick Robinson might be the best back on the team. He looked really, really solid for Georgia. Um, you know, it, it, they're talking about a quarterback competition over in, in Athens, which I don't think there is. Carson Beck's the number one guy. It was just... I don't know. How it went. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I don't think Carson Beck's the best quarterback on that team, um, but but we'll, we'll see. We'll see going forward. They'll fit, they'll figure it out. I, I I mean that if any if anybody in the in the nation can figure it out, and we're, we're talking about a forty one point win against UT Martin and and talking and pretending like they almost lost this weekend. So that's just where the that's just where the Georgia program is at right now. Um, I, I don't think Carson Beck is your best option at quarterback, but uh, but we'll see. Luckily for Georgia, the SEC looks pretty soft this year. Uh, yeah. Huh. Not a good showing. Uh, not a good showing in week one by the SEC. <laughs> and last night, seeing Duke beat the hell out of Clemson was so fun. I, I told <laughs> I told people I told people that would listen. I, Clemson's done. Like they just are. They had a nice run. Uh, but I don't think Dabo Swinney is a good coach. And uh, once they're once they're three or four recruiting classes in a row, once that talent sort of left the building, like Clemson's just a 
very overhyped Syracuse. They're not that good. They really aren't. They don't have that much depth. That that quarterback out there, uh, crap, I forget his name. He's he's not. I mean, he's not a he's not a top ten power five quarterback. So I, you know, the way Duke won, the fact that Duke won by twenty one points, that shocked me. Um, I thought Duke would probably win by I don't know three to seven, but. 21 point win by the by the Dukies. That that was surprising. The winning margin was surprising, but the fact that Clemson lost was not. Clemson is not a good team. Bryce, let's get to the reason we do this podcast. Let's do the Friday Night Lights. Let's talk about the Friday Night Lights and they we had a blast Friday. Holy crap, did we have fun on Friday. Uh let's start with Bowden beats Bremen 42 to 16. Uh just total domination, man. And I'll I'll be the first to admit I was I was wrong. Um, I I felt that Bremen's defense would stand up to Bowden, and and they they didn't. Um, but Bowden beat the hell out of them, and you know what? Kudos to Rich Fenley and and the Red Devils for it. It's um, I think I think you know bragging rights is a huge factor in things, and uh, they they will continue to hold that over Bremen for the next uh, 365 days. Yeah, I, w- I was in the same vein as you. I really thought Bremen's uh, defense was going to keep them in this game. Bowden's offense just hadn't looked like it's clicked yet between uh, the Manchester game and the Central game, but something came together on Friday night to put up 42 points. I know Jordan Beasley had like 270 all-purpose yards, and uh, Kyler McGrin yep. added in over like 130 or something like that. So, yeah, something something is starting to click out there in Bowden. They have the weapons. You and I have both said that. They have the weapons out there. Um, it's just a, it's sort of like Georgia, you know what I mean? Like the a new OC and a new quarterback and everything, all the cogs hadn't came together yet for Bowden, and it looked like they might have they might have gotten all the cogs in the right place on Friday night. And if that's the case, man, they're going to be very very dangerous in single A. They've got a big game this week against Tattnall Square, and we'll talk about that a little bit later uh, this week. It should, uh, should be an easy one. Carrollton beats Rome thirty three to thirteen. Um, in a game that shocked me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Like beating him by 20, I was a little bit shocked by. Um, Rome's a good team, man. And uh, they, they just beat Rome like a drum. So it's it's good to see Carrollton's getting right back. They're they're starting to feel themselves again. Uh, Kamari Farmer looks to be a problem. Yeah. Uh, and at, that's a good thing for Carrollton. Um, yeah, so it's, Farmer it's, stepped it's, in fun. and just... Yeah, just dominated Rome. Um, it's going to be fun to see this yeah. move, moving forward. Yeah. Hey, 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 Carrollton, uh, Carrollton student section, when you go to away games, try not to get kicked out. Try to try to be able to stay in the stands for the entirety of the game and not have to watch it outside the stadium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny, though. They uh, they all congregated outside of a, a chain link fence after some of the students got kicked out of the student section up in Rome. <laughs> Uh, Central continues their dominant uh, start to the season. They beat Hampton 42-7. to uh, They look good doing it. J.R. Harris and uh, Jonas Walton just are beasts and continue to show why Central may be an is- issue in 4A yeah, this year. There, there's, no, there's no reason Central should have lost that game last year, so this was a revenge game for the people that remember. For any of the kids that were on the team last year, traveled down to Hampton and lost. Uh, essentially because of a clock issue, but Central was vastly more talented than Hampton last year. So this was a um, this was this was a revenge game. I'm sure I'm sure a lot of the seniors and juniors had this one circled on their calendar before the season started. 
Unfortunately, Heard County falls to South Atlanta, man. And, and uh, I don't know what's going on. And the bad thing is, is, is you know our love for Heard County and, and how much we love and respect Shane uh, Lasseter down there. It's just, I don't know what's going on. And it's it's tough to watch right now because right now it's just, it's a tough product. You know what I mean? Right. And and But luckily, luckily for Heard County, they have until October 4th to figure it out. I mean, they got Callaway at Raven, Clarkston and McIntosh. All those games are, are non-region games. So they got, they got, they got about a month and a half to figure this out. And, you know, I know, I know Shane Lasseter and company down there are going to, they're going to figure out what's going on and, and fix it. And they'll be right as rain. Once, uh, once region play rolls around. Mount Zion beats Jordan 43 to six. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did not like that. Yeah. Yeah. I got some I got some conflicting news from Brad Gordon last Wednesday talking about Jordan has a new quarterback that's super athletic and really good and an amazing athlete and this is year two in the system down there with a new with a new coach so uh, yeah what's going on I you know well poor mouth in Mount Zion but I was glad to see that uh that coach Brad Gordon and the Eagles came out with a big win against the uh, against Jordan yeah it's a, that's a big win. Two and zero on the young season. That's that's huge for Mount Zion. They've, like we've mentioned before, uh, their their season doesn't begin until week eleven of uh, the season. I think against <laughs> Christian Heritage. Yeah, their re- their first region game is October twenty seventh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, almost Halloween. Almost week, two guys. months. Almost two months from now. <laughs> Uh, Temple beats Chattooga 57 to 21. Uh, yes, please. Holy crap. Yeah. Guys, they're, what did Casey say on the wrap up show? They've scored 155 points in three games. Something like that. Yeah. And they've, they've rushed for, I, I don't know, close to over, I, I don't know what their rushing stat was Friday night, but I would venture a guess that says they're over a thousand yards rushing on the season as a team already oh, through three cool. games. Oh. Yeah, I mean they they That's score score fifty seven. I don't know what the stats were, but just because of the offense they ran, like they have to be over one k rushing already on the season. And then Villarica, Villarica gets a big win against Northgate on Friday night on the road. Uh, gets Austin Barron picks up win number one in his young career. That's huge. Uh, and man, you know I wish you had that year call queued up because I, w- I would love to play that <laughs> that was uh, that was pretty crazy dude that was that was nuts uh northgate dude their kicker is going to be playing d1 football on saturdays he is good he is really re- he was kicking 45 yard field goals in pregame uh with no issue i mean he was very very talented kid so yeah good good win for villarica on the road um, nice to get Austin Barron his first win of all time as a as a head coach. Still some offensive chemistry issues, I think, and timing issues, but it looked a lot better than it looked against Hebron Christian. And I think the thing that made the difference uh, Friday night was we weren't shooting ourselves in the foot nearly as much as we did versus Hebron Christian. Still had to clean up the snaps and the fumbles and all that jazz. Uh, but from from week one to week two, or, or week two to week three in Villarica's case, looked very improved. And that's Austin Barron's motto is look better on Friday than you did on Monday or look better on Thursday than you did on Tuesday. And they look better this Friday than they did last Friday. So just keep growing. Uh, 
at Villarica fans, I'm just going to throw this out there and I'm not trying to be hateful or spiteful or anything like that. Do not worry about this coming Friday. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's you're going up against a much bigger opponent. It's just going to be tough. It's yeah. going to be a tough game. I mean, I mean, we're going up against the number 15 team in the nation right now. So it's it's a good it's a good measuring post to see where we need to improve on. Nation, um, do what? Not in the state. Yeah, the nation. Yeah, top fifteen in the nation. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good litmus test to see where we are, uh, and to see what where we need to improve on. Because I think that's that's one of the positives that no matter what the score is against Carrollton, Carrollton is going to expose your weaknesses, and that's a good thing for Villarica before we get in the region play is to know exactly where our weaknesses are and, and to know how to improve them. And, and Carrollton's they're gonna do that. They're gonna they're gonna make us get better before region and. Villarica has, I, I think Villarica and Bremen have the biggest regions out of all the teams we cover. And Villarica's region's tough, man. Like they got Lithia Springs, who's going to be a really good team this year. Uh, Creekside, we know what they are. Jackson's going to be decent. Crapple Hill's going to be terrible. That's an easy win. Um, but, you know, Carrollton is going to make you better for region play. And I, 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 like, I like playing them. I like playing them. I know a lot of people from Villarica don't. I am not in that camp. I like playing Carrollton. I, I think that's beneficial for our team. Yeah, speaking of this coming Friday, I think Bremen is off this week, and then they begin region play next Friday. Yes. Um, so yeah, it's they've got a. You talk about a big weekend or a big, uh, big region. They they've got a big region. So, but that's uh, that's our recap of Friday Night Lights. Uh, on the Marine South scoreboard from this past weekend, no softball. Uh, I believe we had one volleyball game going on, a, a, a makeup game. Villarica beat Alexander two to one in that volleyball. Nothing else. Nothing else on the scoreboard other than Friday Night Lights. On the Smith's Floor Coverings Games and Events calendar for tonight in softball, Carrollton versus Sprayberry Central at Noonan, Mount Zion at home versus Armurchi, Temple versus Darlington at home, and Villarica on the road at Tri-Cities. Okay, uh, two things. One, uh, Carrollton's, uh, Carrollton's softball game is senior night. Nice. So a group of seniors uh, will you know, have a their good barbecue place down at Sprayberry, I think. Yeah, stop there. Yeah. Uh, secondly, not science playing who? Armouche. French foreign exchange students. Dude, when you said Armurchi, I said, who the hell is this talking to me? <laughs> I do it. I do it right every now and then. I pronounce oh schools. God. I pronounce schools names right less often than I do pronounce them wrong. You need another cup of coffee. Uh, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> Me too, buddy. Yep. <laughs> another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Uh, let's start. Uh, we've already talked about Jimmy Buffett. Let's start with Dodgers pitcher Julio Urias arrested on domestic violence charges. Wow, kind of ironic really? that we were playing the Dodgers out there. Played him, pitched. I believe he pitched Friday or yeah. Saturday. Yeah, I heard he yeah. he pitched he pitched Friday and then him and Ozuna I think hung out. Hung out. Oh, I think that's what allegedly. happened. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly they hung out. Allegedly, him and Ozuna hung out. <laughs> allegedly, did you see Pat say sue me? Yes, <laughs> not really, <laughs> not really. <laughs> <laughs> and, then he, and then he dropped Brett Favre. That was amazing. 
Sue me. Not really. Not really. Easy, Brett Favre. Favre. Uh, <laughs> that was phenomenal. Uh, the Georgia staff member arrested on reckless driving and speeding charges. What is going on in Athens? <laughs> what is going on? I don't know, man. Uh yeah, Georgia football coaching staff member Jarvis Jones was arrested on charges of reckless driving and speeding. Uh, I, I couldn't figure out how fast he was going, but I do know he was arrested on speeding. Uh, he was released on a $2,400 bail. I don't know, man. Maybe they just need to install limiters or governors on all the cars that uh, all the coaching staff drives up there and all the players and everything. I don't know what's going on. Oh, God, that's just terrible. <laughs> um huh. Los Angeles Rams Cooper Cup is seeing a specialist for his hamstring injury, and that's not ideal. Ugh, yeah, that's uh, that's not when you ever hear you whenever you hear someone say that they're going to see a specialist about an industry, uh, industry uh, injury, especially a oh. hamstring injury. Uh, that's not great, dude. He he remains to be day to day per Sean McVay, but I, I don't know, dude. That's that doesn't sound great. And then finally today in 1913, the Phillies and Braves tie. A record of only one run and a doubleheader. Phillies win first game one nothing, and then a scoreless tie into the tenth game. Gross! What a boring game. Yeah. Got anything else for us, buddy? Nah, man. Fins up. Get through the day. Listen to a bunch of Radio Margaritaville. Uh, go go through Jimmy's deep uh, deeper cuts, man. I know he has a lot of great hits that have been very big on the radio and played during uh, during parties and stuff but really really go through his catalog man dig deep he's got some really great songs he really does and um, it's that one hit that one hit Bryce and I hard this weekend yeah, so yeah. you know so, that'll be that, yeah. that'll take that'll take a while to get over man that'll take a, a very long time yep alright for Bryce Sparling I am Billy Lindahl have a great day everybody we will talk to you tomorrow same time same place shake your neighbor just shake them